Talk we are it. live right now. I just want to let y'all know that. Live on the Brandon Alper experience. Hello. 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 Okay. Good afternoon, everybody. We have Candace and Christina on the Brandon Alper experience today. The first, first duo. duo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We did that. So we started off with a hot topic real quick. Was that a direct shot at Candace? What was that? What was it? Where you said that black women are unappreciated. No, it was but not then you a called shot out Candace. Candace because with I'm the light skin and blue eyes. That was a that was a direct call out to Candace. It was not a call out towards Candace. I just was feel it for like the general public. It was for the general public, but Candace fits the criteria, unfortunately. Yeah. But the thing is, I am not the type of light skin that would ever make myself feel superior because I am biracial okay. against black women. Um, because being light skin, you do come with hair that other people desire and want to have. And your skin tone is like what white women love. They would love to be like, I always get, oh my God, you're so tan. Like I literally would love like your complexion. But I mean, I mean, if you meet me, I'm, I'm not that type of person that flaunts. Do you feel pressure to um, to decide between which race you go by or do you consider yourself oh just biracial? Yes. I. When people ask me, I used to say that I was black. I never really, I would never, I'm not trying to say that to be disrespectful, but I would never claim that I'm white because of my hair and my skin tone. Okay. Um, but recently, I would probably say about three years ago or maybe four when I first came into high school, people were like, Candace is black. Like, da 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 And I'd be like, no, I'm biracial. Like, I think that's when I first started saying I'm biracial. And some people think that it's so, like, luxurious to be biracial but then again it's not because like you have white people that think you're too black for something and then you have your black family that thinks you're too white for something so it's like you really can never win I experienced that with my family all the time um but I mean it can be uncomfy there was a time that I had someone call me a mulatto and it's funny because there's a rapper named mulatto i didn't know what that meant at first i had to look it up yeah i didn't know what it meant either until i was like i would think i was probably 11 i said this man at the grocery store called me a mulatto my mom was like what and i was like yeah like he he called me a mulatto and then i looked it up and i was just like okay like that's fine i'm not that but i mean there is some hate towards light skins it's not as much because they are definitely glorified as we said when we were on the phone with Kwasim. Kwasim LaRue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I don't really, I would never be the type of person that says, like, oh, a light-skinned woman is beautiful and a black woman is not. I'm, I'm just not like that. And I would never make my best friend feel like that either. I'm not really phased by it anymore. Like, I hate to say that, but, like, for the past 17 years of my life, I've always been told that, like, light-skinned women and white girls will always beat me out, like, hands down. Like, I always hear, especially from, like, black men specifically, mm-hmm. black women are the last resort over always. their dead body. Even though their mothers are. Their sisters sure. are. Black. <laughs> Negro. Yeah. But, no. I want a white girl. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my God. You see her? Her hair is so long and her butt is so big. Da, yeah. da, da, da. Oh, my. I would never date a black girl. They're just so <laughs> ghetto. They. That is. That actually is the number one thing people say are black girls are ghetto. I don't really. 
I can be ghetto when I want, but what I choose to be. Yeah, it's not my personality should not be summarized as ghetto, you know. So why is there so much hatred towards black women from black men, though? I think because they have the choice of choosing a white woman now or a biracial woman because there's no segregation. Nobody really has an opinion on interracial couples anymore, even though you do have those people that are like, you should not be dating a black person. You should not be dating a white person. Black people can be very prejudiced as well. My family, I dated this guy once and he was white, whatever. I don't even want to get into that. But um, my family was not happy. Like they were like, why are you dating a white boy? And I was like, why does it matter? Like, you know, I, I, but (laughs) yeah, it's, um, it's not just always white people, but I think black men are definitely, they just know that they can have options. And I really don't understand what the hatred is against black women. Um, I feel like it's self-hate, kind of. Like, yeah. they feel like they're inadequate and they know that, like, them as black men and us as black women, like, are on the same playing field mm-hmm. and they... I want to say like white women and maybe biracial women, Asian women or anything might not be hard on a man like a black woman would be. Yes. Keep them accountable. Because it's like they're dating their mothers. Exactly. So I think that is definitely another reason why. Also, from my own experience, my stepfather dating my mother, he only was with my mother because really like, okay, she was a white woman, but she could also provide for him. She didn't have any criminal history or Mm -hmm. didn't have any other like kids besides me, you know, so he, he saw an advantage of he could take care of himself, Mm -hmm. you know, and I literally just saw a meme and it was like, Black men will do anything to have a place to stay. And it was like this white lady, 600 pounds. And I was like, that is so true. Like whatever they can do to not be with a black woman or to help them just be stable. I feel like that's what they'll do. I don't really know. My opinion or what I've seen is I completely understand the notion that black women cannot be racist towards Mm -hmm. white people. But at the same time, I don't think that it's okay to be prejudiced in the first place. Yeah. What are your guys thoughts on that? I mean, I don't know. I am not going to lie. I was pretty prejudiced because a little personal, but growing up, like my stepfather was abusive to my mom. Okay. So it made me it kind of made me hate black men. Like I just wasn't a fan of them. I was always uncomfortable around them. So, I mean, I did experience a time in my life where I was prejudiced and I don't think it's right at all. I just feel like everybody needs to love each other and just, you know, even if you don't like them, you don't really need to talk about it. Like just keep it to yourself if it's not going to help anything. Yeah. I think that people always just want to always say something at a point in time when the best thing for you to possibly do is just shut your mouth. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, it's America. No one knows how to shut their mouth, so. I sure don't. Yeah. I don't think anybody does. I think that's a, it's a good thing, but it's also a really bad thing. Because There's everyone, always pros and cons. There's always pros and cons. Yeah. But you guys were talking about interracial couples. What are your thoughts on Dr. Umar Johnson? Don't get me started. That man is a menace to society. <laughs> Do you know Dr. Umar is Candace? No, I don't. Are you serious? So please educate me. Oh my God. I don't even know how to like begin to describe like he's just. He's a, he's very supportive of black rights, which is not a problem, obviously. However, he's very for blacks only dating blacks and he will call them 
racially, um, racial, I can't think of the word, names if they date a white woman okay. or date a white man if you're a, um, yeah. either. But, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. That's kind of, yeah, he, I... He called a he called a guy the c word on live TV recently. It was, it was. So is this is this man black? Oh yeah, yes. he's a, yeah. He's okay, a black guy. I would I would only hope so. I mean, yeah. I I have come across people like that that are not the doctor guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know it's it it is terrible, but sometimes it's humorous because it's just like. All this hate you're putting out into the world and like you would think that like after all the like stuff black people have been through, you would just shut up, sit back and enjoy your life. Like just try to do what you can do and not cause more uproar and hatred towards each other. Like I think it's just crazy how segregated the world is and it's literally 2021. Do you think do you think that we're segregating ourselves more because of today's society? Yes. I think that we are, especially yeah. with, um, I, there are definitely reasons for people to get canceled, but I think cancel culture in itself yeah. is very harmful in general for society. Yeah, definitely. You can definitely. Get canceled for doing just about anything. Mm-hmm. It's getting ridiculous. You can get canceled for just being like, Candace, you know what? I just don't think like, I, I don't like the way you cut your hair today. Yeah. Well, then, I don't really care because it's my hair. So it's scary. Not nah, because. <laughs> If you say that, I mean, then that could be offensive to someone with no hair. Or like, yeah, they'd be like, why are you coming at her hair? Like, I don't have TikTok, believe okay. it or not. I got banned from TikTok. I'm not why? sure why. Okay. The last video I posted was of me and my brother doing a TikTok, and then I never saw TikTok again. But when people talk about TikToks, they're like, the comments. And I'm like, what about the comments? Like, I don't have this app. Like, what is it? They're like, Dude, they just like eat each other alive. And I just think that if you have the time to make a comment and put someone down or argue with someone, you just have too much time on your hands and you just have too much negativity in your soul that if that's your outlet, like you should see a problem. My thing with TikTok and cancel culture, I feel like you can't cancel somebody if it doesn't apply to you. Like, okay, did you see that thing on TikTok where it was like, it was like a white woman and she was like, something about white women calling black women's queen does not sit right with me. And I was like, huh? <laughs> like, how are you, if it doesn't apply to you, how are you going to cancel someone else for it? I would never do that. That so. makes no sense to me. I am a, if, I don't really know a lot of people because I'm from Milford and then I went to Polytech, but. All my life, I've been that person that wants everybody to have good vibes. And I try so hard to make everyone happy that, like, when I get home, I'll just be like, oh, my God, like, now I can be depressed. Like, it's actually terrible. But, like, I am that person that tries so hard to keep the room so bubbly and light. And then people are like, Candace, like, why do you try so hard? Like, why is your, like, you're so upbeat, you're so bubbly, you're so energetic. I'm like, because, like, I just want everyone to feel good about themselves. Like, if that's one thing that I can do, one positive thing that I can do in this world... I will do that, go home and cry about school. Like, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's wrong in order to make a person feel better about themselves. It's just truly when you change who you are as a person in order to do so is when it actually becomes a problem. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I've seen people do that. um, And I'm just like, why are you changing? You know, whether it's good or bad. I mean, good, I'm, I'm all for it. But 
bad because you're hanging out with the wrong crowd. That's just something I don't like to see. And I am a person who always has an opinion, but I don't ever really voice it unless people ask me. Mm. Um, but it's it's something that actually upsets me when I see someone that's doing so good and then they just choose to hang out with the wrong people. It's just like, why would you do that to yourself? You know what I mean? Like, I like, what do you like? Have you ever come across someone where you're like, why would you do that to yourself? I think it all comes with comfortability and really just not having true self-control over yourself. You think that you being around certain people is going to make you more comfortable, more happy when all it does is just push you down a rabbit hole that makes it harder for you to get out of because you're putting yourself in these situations. Yeah. But I think the most important thing is understanding that you have a problem and actually trying to do something yeah, about it. Exactly. Which a lot of people don't really do because once they start hanging out with those friends and they're doing what they're doing, they all think it's all okay. Mm -hmm. So no one says anything, then they're all just doing things they shouldn't. And then something bad happens or, you know, then they just never get out of that lifestyle. And it's just like they're regretting it. And, you know, it's just always bad, it's just bad vibes. It's scary, too, because have you seen the movie Menace to Society? No, I have not. It's a early 1990s film, and it's about a guy who gets into the hood lifestyle, but he's a very successful, very young, friendly kid. However, I'm going to spoil the movie, by the way. That's I apologize. Okay. But he's hanging around all the wrong people, and he's a great kid, and he's the person who dies at the end of the movie. And I think that that's what happens a lot in today's society is the people that are the most pure, the people that are the most want to be successful are always the people that end up falling into the rabbit holes, falling, I mean, even possibly death if you're hanging around the wrong people. Yeah. And it's scary because, I mean, that's just taking a movie, but it can also be applied to real life. I hope you don't do that, Brandon. I, I promise you I'm not. I'd rather sit here and have a conversation about it than yeah. do the drug There's in the first actually, place. There's actually, I don't, I don't think it's that movie, but there's a movie that just came out on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called, but I just started it. And I'm not really spoiling the movie because I only watched 10 minutes of it because Christina was calling me. But basically, this guy came from a nice family and he was actually heavy into art. Okay. And he did photography and stuff. And um, he bumped into like the wrong person, but that person was in his art class and he ended up taking pictures of them. Well, I guess they were like gang affiliated. And then this whole thing goes down and then it somehow is backfired in his fault. So if you know what I'm talking about, go watch the movie because it seemed pretty interesting. I just never got to get far. No, nah, it's scary too when you don't even mean to put yourself into the situation, but it oh, just yeah. happens to you. And when you're such a pure and innocent soul and that happens to you. You don't want to hurt anyone's feelings yeah. on the way out. So you just continue to deal with whatever situation that you're in and you end up hurting yourself in the process. And it's scary because a lot of people try to help other people. And this is kind of changing the subject, kind of yeah. keeping along with it, but trying to help other people and then trying to help yourself at the same time you want to be selfless, but sometimes you have to be selfish to take yourself out of yeah. the situation to truly provide yourself happiness and understanding that that other person, you can't help them anymore. Yeah. And I think, I think I've been one of those people that are that way. And I've, I've stopped because 
if my dad always says you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. So I've tried my hardest to encourage people to not do things they're not supposed to. And they do it anyway. And then I waste my breath and my time and my heart and soul into, you know, trying to get them to do right. But if they don't want to do right, they're not going to do right. And there's nothing you can do. And I mean, if something bad happens, I, you know, you do feel guilty a little bit. But at a certain point, you have to know when to let go and just be like, you know, I tried my best, you know, and that's all I could do from here on out. They're just going to have to want to do better for themselves. Support for the Brandon Alper experience is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in the world for men's grooming below the waist. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. I'm one of the first people to try out the new Lawnmower 4.0, and I'm absolutely blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their wonderful skin safe technology. This upgraded trimmer includes a multi-function travel lock or if you press the button three times it will engage the travel lock. The Lawnmower 4.0 also consists of a 4K LED light that helps give you a precise shave where you can turn it on or off as needed. Did I mention wireless charging? The new wireless charging system consists of electromagnetic induction, which helps the battery length last longer. The Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim with additional lengths and sizes from 1 through 4. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com using the code ALPER. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code ALPER. Unlock your confidence and always use the tools for the right job with Manscaped. Trust me when I say this, your balls will thank you. Do you consider yourself a guilty person, Christina? I'm very guilty of that. I just feel like I always feel the need to try to help people and I always like nip, it always nips me in the butt. So I always feel if I see you like going down the wrong path, I'm like, hey, like, bro, please, like you need to get your life together. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we're getting to that point where, like, we're 17, 18. Like, I can't really tell you what to do anymore. Like, if you want to do something, you're going to do it regardless. Yeah. So me trying to be your mom isn't going to help anyone yeah. do anything. I'm wasting my breath, my time, my energy just for you to turn around and do what you want to do either way. So it's kind of come to a point where it's like, why bother anymore? Yeah. And I think that's why me and Christina are so, like, we're good friends because we're literally, like, the same person like we're those people that just want to give 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 but we don't receive but now that we have each other like it's like okay you give you know I receive you receive you know the whole night so it's good to be able to pick each other up and I feel like it's very hard to find friends now because everybody's into something different you know and that's changing the like the topic I feel like our generation it's I feel like it's hard to fit in and I went through high school like I was like you know where do I fit in like especially going to polytech you don't have any friends in the beginning like if you don't come from like the Dover area or anything I came from Milford there's like probably three other students that go to polytech that are from Milford and a lot of them left and went back to Milford so it was like I'm like I knew who I was you know and I knew the people that I wanted to be around and then I got thrown into this environment where it was like dang I have to start all over but it was refreshing um I could tell you I don't talk to 
anyone from my old school anymore. The friends that I have now are definitely ones that like I see in the future in my life. But I think when people say, oh, in high school, like you, you just try to find yourself and and I feel like, you know, some people do, some people don't. And that's why it leads them down a bad path or, you know, some people find who they are and then, you know, they might be better than you. You know, they might do more things than you that you're not interested in anymore. But I feel like it's good and bad. Like high school is good and bad for you. Either you do good or you do bad. So I heard you mention in earlier in your um, in what you were saying, you were talking about friends. What do you value the most in a friendship then? Christina <laughs> um no I do love Christina but and it's funny because me and Christina have not known each other this long like as long as people think like we literally probably started like hanging out in like September it was like yeah like October September yeah literally but like yeah because Christina is very persistent and I I like that elaborate I like because you're very okay let's say consistent you're a very consistent friend and like I think that's very important because you know I want to develop a friendship with someone I don't want to just be like oh yeah we hang out and text every now and then you know what I'm saying so I think in a friendship I definitely in females most importantly I think it's loyalty and trust Definitely loyalty and trust because I've lost many friends in my high school year. And um, it's because they didn't trust me. And, you know, they would hear hearsay and things that were not true. But they would go with those things instead of believing me. And I'm like, dude, I'm your best friend. Like, why would you even think I would do something like that to you? Or So those are two things that I think are very key in a friendship what do you think christina loyalty is like one of my key things in a friend if you're my friend and you can't be loyal to me why are we friends for what if i'm friends with you okay hold on how do you feel about people who are friends with you but also friends with someone that you don't <laughs> like or you're not friends with i'm gonna be completely honest i don't really care i respect if you have a friend and you they've never wronged you in the first place I don't have a problem if they're friends with them. I mean, I'll let them be aware of what they had done to me. However, I understand I'm a completely different person than them, and I might have done something in the first place for them to do something to me. So that's their friendship. We had our friendship, which is why they hate me now. So I don't really care anymore, but that's my opinion, and I know... I'm guessing you guys have different and opinions. I, I'm, I'm like in between because I feel like that's a lot of guys. Like a, got a, a lot of guys are just like, you know, whatever. Like we're friends, we're not mm -hmm. friends. Like whatever. I don't really care who you hang out with. But Christina, I'm going to let you go ahead because you brought this topic up and I know it gets you heated. I think it's partially because like as girls, like we share a lot of stuff with like our friends. Like we tell them stuff that we wouldn't tell other people. So I just feel like if I'm friends with Candace, right, and then Candace is friends with some girl that I don't like or I'm not friends with. Let's say Jill. Jill. Don't like Jill. Don't <laughs> like Jill whatsoever. If you're friends with Jill and I'm telling you all my business and what I'm doing in my free time and my deepest, darkest secrets, what's stopping you from going and telling Jill my business because I don't like Jill and Jill don't like me? And that's the thing. Girls can be very... Um 
what's the word I'm looking for? Sneaky, conniving. Yeah. Conniving. Mm, I like the vocabulary. Yes, that's Thank exactly you. what I was looking for because girls love to stir the pot. No they love to eat porridge that is not theirs. And I don't like that. I've never been one of those girls that has gone back and told someone something that a friend told me because I don't, I don't think that's right. I mean, somebody mm-hmm. told you something out of, you know, confidentiality, but for you to go and say something, that's just messed up. But me, I've lost friends because I'm like, why are you with that girl when you know that girl did something very nasty and wrong to me and you continue to, I mean, it, it, I think the last straw for me was when I was with her and the girl FaceTimed her and they literally just like had a whole conversation and I was standing there and I'm just like, you know, I didn't really let it phase me because I'm not going to stir the pot. I mean, whatever. But after that, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm done. Like I'm done being your friend. That was just blatantly disrespectful, especially because you're in my house. Okay. If we were at your house, that's all you boo. Go ahead and do what you want. It's your phone. That's why I didn't trip. But don't sit here and disrespect me like that. And then like have the camera on me and be like, Oh, I'm hanging out with Candace. That's rude. You don't do that. So as far as that goes, I don't really care. Just don't come back to me telling me what they're doing and what their business is because I don't care. I stopped being their friend for a reason. Okay. Going back to what you said about eating porridge that isn't yours. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the statement, don't stir the pot if you're not going to lick the spoon? But see, the thing is, they never lick the spoon. They just stir the pot. And then it's like, oh, well, this happened. Oh, well, she told me this. I thought. It's like, girl, you don't even have your facts straight. Like, if you had this lined up and you could eat me up, honey, lick the spoon. You deserve it. But if you can't lick the spoon and you're just constantly adding ingredients and stirring, baby, you ain't going to get nothing out of the pot. It's going to be nasty. It's going to have a sour taste in your mouth. So please do not stir the pot and not be able to lick the spoon. That's what I have to say. And that's my analogy on girls being mean. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was pretty that. good. I like that. I definitely put a lot of heart into that. I could tell. Yeah. You meant what you said. That Is that what you meant? Exactly. I did. I I think that hit a little home. I can't I lie. Even lie. I was getting a little, getting a little heated. With Is Jill there a fan in here, bro. Can't Jill. stand Jill. Jill can get Molly up for all I care. Jill can kick rocks. That's how <laughs> I feel about Jill. Oh, that's how you feel about the statement. No kick shoes. Rocks. No shoes. All right. That 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 was a. I think we should leave that topic because I think we should try and be more respectful. However, no, I'm not saying. I don't know if Jill is a real person. No, Jill's no, not Jill. a real we person. We just made up Jill. I just made Jill up. Oh, okay. I don't even oh. know a Jill. Never haven't encountered a Jill in my I entire don't think life. I've, Jill. I've met like an older Jill, like somebody's mom's name is Jill. I know a girl named Jillian. Mm. I don't know a Jill though. And her name starts with a G. Not a J. Gotcha. I was thinking J-I-L. I was thinking J-I-L too. Yeah. J-I-L. Speaking of school, are you guys excited to graduate? Excited doesn't even begin to encompass the, how I'm feeling. I'm ready to get out of Dodge. I just really hope I, I graduate. <laughs> this year has been hard for me. I ain't going to lie. The below average has entered the chat. I have never felt so stupid in my life. 
Um, my teachers have definitely tested my patience this year, but hopefully I pray that we walk the stage because our names are very close to each other. So how have teachers been testing your patience? They've just been like Aggie, you know, like you submit something and like I did an assignment and she gave me a paper to do it and was like, this is fine. Just write it on here and submit it. And, um, you know, that's all you have to do because I don't like typing and half the time I have my nails done. So it's hard. So she's like, you know, that's fine. I'll just give you the paper and let you do the assignment. And, um, so I did the assignment and then when I turned it in, she was like, I can't give you full credit because you wrote the assignment. I need you to type it up on a doc. And I'm like, yo, I am not typing up this assignment after I just wrote pages and pages and pages of, and I'm in early childhood. So I had to do all these observations of kids and how teachers interact with the children. And it like, it took me a long time to write that. And now you want me to type it up? No. No, and then you want to email my mom saying, oh, Candace isn't doing what she's supposed to do. Oh, Candace's grade is going to go, like, dude, kick rocks, respectfully. Not even trying to be impolite or disrespectful, but I was just like, why would you tell me one thing and then try to get me to do another? No. And I'm going to say no. That is one thing Candace will do is stick up for herself. That is very true. Yeah. I think that people... In today's society, I think we're getting better at it, but I think a lot of people are afraid of sticking up for themselves, especially in the Zoom environment. Definitely, yeah. Because, I mean, when you really think about it, no one has their cameras on. No one actually wants to do the work in the first place if we're sitting behind a screen. So when people, you know, when teachers try to tell things to us over the screen and we hear each other, you know, talking trash. I talked about this on an earlier podcast. When teachers are talking trash, no one wants to say anything just because we're afraid. I think that people, maybe if we're in person, might be able to be more likely to speak up, but it it feels pointless. I need to interject here. I wish that you were in my, what was it, statistics class this year because the Zooms were definitely not what you were describing. Seriously. I had a math teacher. And um, I'm not going to say any names because I just want to leave names out of it. And uh, (laughs) she's not the best teacher. Um, And it led to her being disrespectful towards us and the people that were in the class. It was, I'm going to name someone. Okay, for instance, and this is good. Carisha Benson. Okay. Jasmine Kellum. Me. Nicholas Alfaro. Like... She had the wrong people. Like, I don't know if she thought she was going to talk to us sideways and just be okay with it because it was the beginning of the year and it was a new class for all of us. I had never had the teacher. And I'm just going to call her Mrs. F. I'm just going to call Mr. F. Mrs. F. And, um, you know, she was having trouble with getting the work online and things like that. And, Sydney Owen, oh, and Owen, she was on in our class as well. And um, we were all suggesting to Miss F, why don't you try to put everything in a folder for each unit and do this and do that? She's like, no, I'm not doing that. And 
like would be like you guys need to like do your work like we'd be like okay like could you just make it the time like eleven fifty nine? a lot of us are working you know no I don't care Da-da-da-da-da. what do you have parents for like all of this stuff and my mom actually was on a zoom once when miss f was being very disrespectful and um it went a different way than I thought and she never disrespected us again um we also had Kareja, Nick, Sydney, me, all of us interjecting because I was like, we're just trying to help you. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah. Like everybody has their mic, no camera, but everybody has their mic. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're just trying to help you. And then we never saw her again. She just disappeared. And um, Mr. Y took over our class. And uh, I don't really think. I should be going to college because I don't even know statistics. I did one unit, not even, didn't learn a single thing. And then I just did a whole bunch of Apex work. So, yay, I passed the class for free. Um, But she, that was definitely a good class that stuck up for themselves and did not let the teacher call people out because they like to do that. Like, okay, well, Cole has three missing assignments. Candace, you have two. You guys need to get your work in. I just think that's very inappropriate and disrespectful. Like, you don't know what someone has going on in their life. You know what I'm saying? So for you to sit here and call someone out because they're not turning in homework, you should be lucky they're even on the Zoom if they're going through something. And I just, that's something that you have teachers that realize that and then you have teachers that don't realize that. And it's just like. I just think. In general, people need to be more understanding of what another person might be going through. But that also, at the same time, does not create an excuse in case a person does something that is absolutely nonsensical. Yeah. So, for example, I don't know, Christina, you could say something to me that's crazy, right? And I, I will gladly sit down and I say, Christina, are you okay? Why did you just say that? Like... But I would do it in the most respectful way possible to try to create an understanding because I think that's what people need to do right Mm. now. I mean, just in general, as long as us humans try to put ourselves in other people's shoes, which is very hard for us to do. I'm not even going to lie about that. But if we can just do that in general and try to be more understanding, I think that that can really push us into a further um, direction than what we were um going in the first place have you guys heard of daryl davis before no no so he's a black man and he actually sat down with kkk members Mm -hmm. and he convinced over 200 kkk members to leave the clan just by sitting down and having genuine conversations with them he got the grand dragon of the um i believe it was the new york kkk district or whatever it was called to leave and he actually kept all of their cloaks and he uses them as a way of saying just by me sitting down and having conversations and giving the look that me as a black man i am a human just like you i will have these conversations with you actually convince them without even saying anything about them leaving the clan in the first place had convinced them to leave and these guys were extremely beyond racist oh yeah and just by talking to them actually convinced them to leave and i think that us as humans if we can create understanding create these conversations that people need to have of understanding why people are doing the things that they are doing 
and why that can hurt another person, most importantly, then we can actually become closer. But I think that just in general with um, with social media and our two-party system, it's really starting to tear each other apart. Yes. And it's starting to tear opinions apart, and you really can only identify with one side in today's society, and it's scary. I don't know where we're going to go from here, and I, I, I really don't know. Um, back to the person that you were talking about, mm-hmm. there's also um, a creator on YouTube, and his I don't really know his name, but his his page and his videos and his whole creation thing is called the Soft White Underbelly. I okay. think that's what it's called. Um, I've noticed that a lot of people are actually starting to watch his content, and he's he's very famous. He um, he's a white man. I don't really know much about him, but he does a podcast with people off of the streets that are prostitutes, pimps, people who get people into sex trafficking, um, gang members, you know, rape victims, everything like that. He gets them to come inside and just sit for a little bit of time just to get to know them. He doesn't even try to have a conversation with them about things in the world, really. He just wants to get to know about them. And sometimes he has to bribe these people. You know, I'll give you a pack of cigarettes if you sit in here and just talk to me, you know. And in the end, he always has so many success stories about how many people have come off of the street and bettered themselves. And it's great. I mean, you even have kids that are on there that are 12 and you're just like, this is so bad that this is happening to them. Or you have people that are like 70 years old, homeless and still just living like that every day. And he takes the time to get to know these people, get them inside, make a personal connection, and try to help them and better them and get them the help that they need. And I really think if you ever need to humble yourself and be grateful, and I've said this on Snapchat, like you need to go watch one of his videos because it will definitely make you appreciate the things that you have and appreciate if you're in a good situation or even if you're in a bad situation, you know, there will always be someone out there that would help you and you're not the only one that's going through something. So everybody should. I'm giving him a shout out, even though I'm just a 18 year old kid in Delaware. Um, definitely a humbling experience, as will this podcast will be as well. Yeah, of course. Any thoughts from you, Christina? I've never heard of this guy. The soft white underbelly. It's great. I mean, and he's even, he's done interviews with people that are, what's the word? Incest. Like Mm. he's done everything you can imagine. And it's, you know, people, I've like looked at the, I don't look at comments on YouTube. That's something I've never done. But when you scroll down to look at the video and when it's dated and stuff, you'll see a few comments and it's like, can you imagine what this man is doing? Like, I can't believe he's putting himself around these kind of people. Like, how can he trust these people? This is so nasty. Okay. You're not doing it. So why does it matter? This does not pertain to you. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. He's doing this for a good reason. And then you have these negative Nellies that just have, always something bad to say and it's just like you don't understand how humble he is and now that I'm talking about it I worked at Grotto Pizza in Camden I am no longer an employee there but I will tell you my last time working there was the most humbling experience ever I had this kid Garrett I'm just gonna leave it at Garrett 
<laughs> he was another server and he sat me this lady and I was like oh it's like kind of getting late like you know I better start doing some of my workouts and then he was like yo like you have this one lady you know whatever and I'm like okay so I go back there and I'm like hi how are you and she obviously looked her appearance was not well kept you know she looked dirty you know she looked like a homeless person if I could just say at the least and you know when you become a server, you have to develop a server voice. Like, I would never talk to my customers like this. But it's like, hi, how are you today? You know, what can I get you to drink? And, you know, she kept her head down really quiet, um, just a Diet Coke. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'll be right back. So I brought her her drink. And I was like, are you ready to start your order? And she was like, um, yeah. And I'm like, okay, so I'm, just, I'm ready to take her order. And she's like, actually, I'm just I'm going to go out to the car really quick. And I said, okay, that's fine. Your table's not going anywhere. I promise you, this table's always here. She was like, okay. She came back. I took her order, whatever, yada, yada, yada. I was nice to her. I wasn't like, oh, this lady's dirty. I don't want to deal with her. She's not going to give me any money. That I would never do that. And um, I brought her food. You know, she got a pizza to go. And she went to pay for her bill. And she had a card. And I gave her the card reader. And um, she was like, actually, she handed me an envelope. And I was like, oh, God, like, I don't know if I should honestly take an envelope. Like, I don't know what I should do. But I was like, you know what, whatever, I'll take it. And she actually wrote a letter in the envelope and put $200 in the envelope and basically was telling me that I'm a child of God and that I need to realize how sweet I am because I served a woman who looked the way she looked and stuff like that. And it, I cried. Okay. I'm not even going to lie. I think I'm a gangster, but that hit me different. That hit me on a different level because like me out of all people, like, Oh my God, it was just a very humbling experience. And you know, I gave her a hug and she was like, are you sure you want to hug me? And I'm like, dude, yeah, I'm going to hug you right now. Like, you just blessed me. And she's like, you know, you just blessed me. Like, I'm so glad you didn't discriminate against me because of the way I'm dirty. And I was like, no, I would never do that. And, you know, it was just a very humbling experience for me to, I hope no one would ever treat anyone like that. Um, but, yeah, I've experienced something like that. And I feel very lucky that I've experienced something like that. That so. just brought me to tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was very good. And people are like looking at it. I'm just like crying, hugging this lady. And her name, her name was, I think her name was Karen. And um, she, I gave her my phone number and I proceeded to ask her, I was like, are you okay? Like, are you safe? Like, do you need anything? Do you need a place to stay? Do you need a ride? Like, like, what's up? Like, is there anything wrong? Are you in any trouble? And she said, no. She was like, I'm fine, you know, whatever. And I gave her my number. She actually gave me her address of where she lived. She didn't have a phone. And um, she was like, this is where I live. And I was like, okay, well, if you ever need anything, just reach out to me. And people were like, you're giving away your phone number? I'm like, you know how many links I get every day of human trafficking? The last thing I'm worried about is giving this poor lady my phone number to reach out to me if she ever needs anything after everything she's done for me, you know, and people just, there's not many people in this world like that. So it was definitely a humbling experience. It was, I was like, where's the cameras? And I was like, oh, this is actually real life. Okay, well, all right. And I just felt very rewarded for being a nice person. I can definitely say I'm a nice person. I can be ugly when I want to, 
but I, I try to be nice as much as possible. I try to be a Brandon, very nice, gentle kid. I don't think I'm that nice. A lot of people Brandon, credit me as an extremely nice person. Don't even try nice to act person. like a bad boy. Have you met yourself? Everybody's like, Brandon Alper. Everyone's like, Brandon, he is he so is nice. He is so nice. He's oh such gosh. a good kid. He's always got a smile on his face. He's so smart. He's always willing to do this. He's just your, and I ain't calling you picture perfect because I'm sure there's things, you know, but I, I definitely think you deserve credit for being so nice and lively that's what i'm looking for lively i don't think i've ever heard anyone say anything, anything bad, bad about, about you. you like ever yeah like really. no one's ever had anything bad to say like you're all around like a really like cool guy yeah i definitely think so i mean everybody's like brandon always brings the energy man and i'm like yep that's alper i mean along with what you said you want to be the person that brings the smiles brings the bubbliness to the yeah. room because a lot of people are afraid to do that yeah and a lot of people are afraid to show their emotions out. I'm never afraid to truly show how I am feeling in that moment. Yeah. And if I'm around a lot of people, I get genuine happiness just from communicating yeah. with other people, having other people around me. I can, in a sense, feel affection, not by physically touching, just by feeling the hearts of other people in a room with yeah. me. So I want to be the reason that someone has a smile on their face because... I, People have done that to me before just by doing funny, sweet, genuine things. And if I can do that, but from a place of not selfishness and me wanting to just give other people happiness out of the own kindness of my heart, obviously there are aspects of me that are selfish and I'm not going to lie about that. However, I think as a whole, it's just I want to be the reason that someone smiles. Definitely. And... I've I've had people say to me all the time, oh my God, Candace, I wish I could have your energy. Like, I wish I could be like you. Even Cece Rivera wanted me to mention her name today because she wants to be famous from the Brandon Alper experience. I'm doing it right. It's the Brandon Alper experience. Okay. A little more harsh on the P. Oh, my fault. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Brandon Alper experience. Okay, I like that one. Yeah, that was so better. That she, was better. She wants to be famous, so I'm going to mention her now. But she said to me the other day, she was like, oh, my God, Candace, I wish I could be as outgoing as you. I just can't do it. And I'm like, girl, you can do anything. I was like, I'm just me, like unapologetically. I am me. I don't care if I get on your nerves. I don't care if you, like, why is she always happier? Oh, my God. Like, why? Like, Dude, I don't really care. As long as I'm chilling and there are a select people that I'm not bothering, I'm cool with that. I think it's a lifestyle. What, Brandon? See, that's the problem with me, though. I'm a little bit different from you in that aspect. I'm me, but apologetically. No, I am not. Don't care. I will never apologize for being myself because I've always been, I've always been outgoing, but I've also, when I get around certain people, I'm like, like maybe I shouldn't be myself. And then I stop and I'm like, nah, shorty, you got to be who you are. If they don't like it, they don't have to be around you. And that's that. But I'm not going to stop being myself for someone and apologizing for being so energetic. That's me. I'm sorry. If they don't like it, they can kick rocks. Yeah. That's how With I feel. no shoes. No shoes. Mm, painful. They can mm -hmm. step on Legos. Oh, Ooh. yes. Walk of fire. Step on Legos. If you got an issue. Go run a quarter mile on some Legos. If that's how you feel. Oh, oh my God. I can feel the pain in my chest. 
I apologize too much and it it annoys me but at the same time I think that is me but I have been working on not apologizing as much just because I don't well, like I said, I like to be the reason why a person smiles. I don't want to be the reason that a person is frustrated or something. Yeah. So when I somehow make a person frustrated, I apologize for it. Oh, but, yeah. But I realize that, I mean, for example, say I'm taking someone's order in a, in the Chick-fil-A <laughs> drive-thru, right? Yeah. And I mess something up. I apologize for that. I shouldn't have to apologize. Maybe I should. But at the same time, you know, I just messed up, right? I'm sorry for that. But at the same time, bro, you're speaking too fast. Oh, yeah. Slow down. Even though you messed up, I mean, you're allowed to make mistakes. My biggest thing is if you mess up and then they come at you like, do yes. you not know how to do your job? Like I said this, I said, hold on, shorty, because listen, I've been outside like y'all sitting outside in the rain, the heat, the sleet, the snow, like the least you could do. Like every time I go to Chick-fil-A, I tip the person that takes my order always at least $10 or $5 only because they go through a lot. Like I, I, and I say this like wholeheartedly, I could not work at Chick-fil-A. The expectation there is too high. And I am the type of person that I have a high expectation for myself, but the fact that you are so scripted and everything, like I just, mm -mm, mm -mm. they expect too much out of you. I'm sorry. I'm not standing outside with a cone over my body to take people's, food orders i'm not doing it i'm sorry that when they started curbside oh my god you know how many times i had to go outside when it was like thundering pouring like i'm sorry whoever thought this was a good idea can go outside because i'm not going outside they can come inside and get their food this was their idea to get food not mine i'm not taking it outside in rain i won't do it i'm and it's because i'm made of sugar and i melt easy so that's the main reason. Yeah, no, you're done. <laughs> Go ahead and take off the headphones. No, now. that was good. Why? You're no. hating Brandon me. was eating it up. Christina will always be my number one fan. Don't She's a hater. She's just been hating on Listen. Candace this entire podcast. It's because I'm light skinned. With blue eyes, too. Yes. Oh, very much so, Dookie Brown. But oh. okay. Brandon's light isn't making me look. You could, take, you could take a look at the camera, wink at it a little bit. I hate you. I can't stand Candace. But um yeah, I want to get to the Facebook topic because I want do you have a Facebook? I do have a I Facebook. I do. I think I'm your friend on Facebook. Yeah, I am your friend. Mm. I'm friends with your mom on Facebook. Christina is friends with your mom on Facebook. What does my mom post on Facebook? She I remember vividly she posted about this like British like cane syrup she was trying to find and I was like I want to try this like what is it she was like you put it on I think she said you put it on like crumpets or something I don't know but I was like that sounds a crumpet. very yeah. a crumpet. no she's like British oh my god do you remember that one time we were in like eighth grade and someone was like someone said something about like Brandon's British mom yeah and then I forget who it was someone was like Brandon's British mom like where's his American one stop and we were all like say you swear right now someone actually said that and we were all <laughs> like swear to god um, yes it was ridiculous oh my god i actually used to be friends with this girl and her parents were british and everything about them just amused me like i would just sit there and just watch and listen to them and when we'd wake up in the morning we had the most divine breakfast although they did like to put ketchup on their pizza i don't Ew. know why 
Corey Handy does that, and it is the most infuriating <laughs> thing ever. Like, why mm. do you feel the need to add more tomato to your pizza? What would bring you to be like, you know what would make this pizza just hit even more? Ketchup. He claims that's a Virginia thing, but I've never heard any other Virginia people do I've that. I've never heard of life. anybody else doing that before West him. West Virginia. Mountain mama. Yeah, it's mm. not serving West Virginia. Cap. It's, it's just it's just not despicable. Milk and tea. Hot milk and tea in the morning. They're like, Candace, would you like tea? And I'm like, no, you're pouring milk in it. Why do you think? Yet there's boba, which is milk and tea. You love, bo- I love She is boba. obsessed with boba. I've never had boba a day in my life. Brandon, stop. I am literally going to fall. I literally just had boba today. Where do you get it from? I got it from the mall. Uh, I bought stuff from Amazon because I'm so addicted. So I make it at home every single day. And my mom's like, please stop making a mess in my kitchen. I'm like, I'm so sorry. With the little boba the balls, balls, too? Yeah. Christiana Mall. Dude, I had it when I was in California when I was, like, maybe eight. And mm-hmm. I thought it was the worst thing ever because I was like, ew, these, like, these jelly balls, like, ew. And I went to Christiana Mall, and I got a freaking boba just to see what it was like now that I'm older. And I'm addicted. And my mom complains about it all the time, but I'm like, would you rather me be addicted to drugs? Just like she complains about me spending money on food. I'm like, would you rather it be drugs? Come on now, Kelly. My my mom always complains. She says, you're always coming home late at night. And I said, I tell you where I am. I'm sorry. I can't make whatever I'm doing go by any faster. Exactly. I was at TGI Fridays last mm-hmm. night. I got there at 945. I told you how I'm very understanding of people. And I work in the restaurant business. So I'm very respectful of waitresses waiters however i had the worst service of my life yesterday <laughs> at tgi fridays we got there at 9 45 and we didn't leave until 11 30 and the there did they close 12 there was no one else there there was probably one other table that was there and they handed out our foods had their foods and there was a 30 minute window from when the first person got their food to when the last person got their food swear to god on my life they were terrible at the refills you know actually i'm gonna be respectful and i'm gonna try and be understanding right yeah but at the same time you're allowed to be angry but at the same time you know i get it you there was eight or nine of us maybe ten and I don't want to say that we were extremely rowdy. We were definitely a group that was not throwing stuff. We were maybe a tiny bit loud, but okay. I promise you, I'm an honest guy and we were not that loud. Yeah. But I could tell that this girl was stressed, right? And that was fine. I completely understand if you're stressed. However, just try to communicate as best as possible yes. and just write stuff down. I don't, I hate <laughs> When you're a waitress and and you try to be cool by just listening to me and going through the back and doing whatever. I don't like that. I would rather if you have everything memorized, still see you write it down on a piece of paper just to make sure that if you missed anything that I said that we are fine and you're not going to miss that. But do you know how easy it is for you to say something to me and for me to completely forgot some little thing that you might have missed? For example, I asked for no green onions on my beer, cheese, and pretzels. Got green onions. I was pissed. <laughs> Pretty but damn pissed. I, I, I'm glad that you you said that because I feel the same way. 
it is definitely something that frustrates me. I went to Stingrays in Rehoboth and it was, we had to wait 40 minutes, but I was okay with that because I wanted to try it. I love sushi and I wanted to see what it was all about. Well, this girl thought she knew everything and I'm like, dude, I asked, like, I want no wasabi. I don't want spicy mayo. I don't want this. I don't want that. She's like, okay, okay. And I told my friend, I said, this, she's going to come out here and this shit's going to be wrong. I know for sure. I know. I know. I literally, Victoria, like, I know this is going to be wrong. And I'm sorry, but I'm that person at a restaurant. Like, I'm going to politely say it. I'm not going to go through the roof and be like, oh, my God. Like, are you freaking serious? This is not, you know? comes and I'm like yeah this is wrong you know what I mean and I'm like you know let's just eat what we want to eat you know she's like this is this world this is that and I'm like okay you know it's fine I'm gonna let you walk away I'm just gonna get myself because it's it's frustrating I told you what I wanted I gave you specific di directions you didn't write it down because you thought you could memorize it and you couldn't you know what I'm saying and you this place is expensive we spent at least a hundred dollars on sushi plus we had to tip her I'm I'm a firm believer in tipping. I've never I've never jit anyone out of a tip. If you can't tip, don't go out to eat. But I'm like, dude, I and the funny thing was it was like a California roll, literally, and she gave us this nasty sushi because I knew it was wrong because it was white tuna. Mm -hmm. I don't eat white tuna. I don't eat, I don't really ever eat tuna, and I don't like sushi that has big pieces of fish on top of it. I don't know what it's called. I just don't like it. I like all their signature rolls and stuff like that. And it was just a simple fact that, like, I came here to have a good time and to enjoy my food. And your job is to help do that. And you did not do that. So it was very frustrating that I got spicy mayo on my sushi and got white tuna on top of rice balls. Like, I think she literally just put in some random roll because it wasn't at all, like, at all similar to what I asked for. You're a very good storyteller, by the way. Thank you. I get it from my dad. Seriously? Yeah, he's you really practice? he's really my uncle. No, I'm just very I don't know. I just when I feel a certain way and I believe something and it actually happens to me and I'm not pulling stuff out of my ass, like I I'm serious. Like this is what happened. And I was happy, I was upset, you know, joyous, whatever. But like when I worked at Grotto's, I had people like you guys come in and I would be stressed. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, 10 boys off of the baseball team like these kids have. You would think at 18 you would know how to <laughs> place an order and uh, you they don't. They don't. Boys don't care. They're just like, I want this. Oh, actually, add a French fry. Oh, actually, I'm like, all right. Okay, you know, and I just try to write everything down. And what I did was I had colored, colored pens. So they actually all had their jerseys on. So I just wrote their number and then wrote, I just wrote, I wrote their, like, what their stuff was because I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get this all wrong. Mind you, splitting checks is not good. Don't split a check if you don't have to. Just cash app or Venmo. It's very stressful because they're like, why do I have this on here? And I'm like, because that's what you told me you wanted. So when you said you want to split the check, yeah, I don't like I don't like working in a restaurant, but I feel like I have no choice. Retail <laughs> is worse. I work at Old Navy and I hate it with everything. I mean, Gap Incorporated. If you're watching this, I didn't say that. 
I hate Old Navy so much. Part of my job is getting people to open like an Old Navy credit card, right? So every time I clock in, there's a goal like, okay, Christina, you have to open two credit cards today. And managers will be in your ear on the walkie-talkie like, Christina, where are my cards? Open a card. I don't see. I don't hear you asking. Open a card. And the thing is, people don't want to open a credit card. When you come in. I'm people. When you come in. And, okay, Candace, pretend to be a customer, right? Okay. Bring yourself up. Hi, how are you today? I'm great. Find everything okay? Um, Yeah, I was looking for this black dress, but I really couldn't find it. So I'm just going to look online. Okay, do you want me to order it for you? Um, No, I might order more than that. So I'll just wait till I get home. Okay, fine. Okay, total comes to $86.73. Are you using an Old Navy card today? No. Do you want to open one save you an extra 30% off for the next two months? Am I saying yes or no? No. No. Are you sure? Get 10% off today and then 20% off for the next two months and get free shipping when you shop online. You sure? I do want to sign up. Okay, never mind. She ruined it. Yeah, because I didn't want to. I didn't want to be the customer anymore. People are so rude. I get it. If you come in and you want to shop and you're like, but I don't want this. usually when you say that, I mean, I've been in line to see Christina at Old Navy and they're like, no, I, I don't want to open a credit card. And it's like, bro, it's their job. <laughs> People get livid. I had a lady go online and accuse me of credit card fraud. She, I, I got the phone call. Um, lady came in buying a cart full of stuff. And if you work retail, that's a sign. They might open a credit card because they're getting 30% off of $800, like, they're going to do it. Lady comes in. I'm like, I got her. I'm on the walkie. Like, nobody ring her up. That's all me. Don't go near her. My customer. I <laughs> want it. That's my car. I, I was ready to talk in it like it was a walkie. But I was like, yeah, that's me. Don't talk to her. She's all mine. She comes to register. And I bring her up for $800. And I was like, did you want to open an old Navy card? <laughs> if you open a card today, you'd save like $300 on your purchase. Are you sure? And she was like. I have a Banana Republic card. And I was like, damn. So if you have an Old Navy Gap Banana Republic card, it works out all of our partner stores. So I was like, damn. She goes, she was like, I don't have it with me though. I want to look it up. So she puts in her social on the keypad and it says card not found. So I'm like, yes. If you don't use like your Old Navy or Gap card for six months, they close it due to fraud just for your own safety. So I was like, it looks like your banana card was closed. We can open an Old Navy card for you today. It takes like two minutes and then you get your discount. She goes, yeah, you know what? Sure. Gives me her ID. Beep, boop, beep, beep, beep. Have her put in her um, net income and her social. Bada bing, bada boom. She gets approved for Old Navy Visa card with a $1,500 limit. Put a purchase on the card. I give her her pamphlet, everything. She goes on her merry way. Thank you so much. She's like, oh my God, thank you so much. Goes about her day. A couple of days later, I'm at work and I'm with my coworkers and I go on... Um, reddit and there's like an old navy like reddit forum this lady wrote a fucking telenovela (laughs) about how i committed fraud i coerced her i forced her i did it without her permission and how she wanted me fired for opening a credit card in her name without her knowledge mind you to open a credit card you not only need their id their social security number their net income and the thing about your net income is if let's say you're putting in like your information and you make a hundred thousand a year right if someone put in sixty thousand dollars it's not going to go through because they're like something's not right here they'll make you call them and explain why there's a difference in the amount and they'll be like yes or no so my manager calls me in the room was like christina um something's not right here this lady is insisting that you 
committed fraud. Like, what do you want us to do about it? I was like, what do you mean? What do you want me to do about it? I ain't commit fraud. She gave me her ID and she put in her social and all of that. And she got approved and she went about her day. And then um, she called the store and was like, I want her fired. I, what are you going to do about it? Like, I want her fired. She did this in my name and I'm not okay with it. They had her watch the tape with my managers. And mind you, like the tapes have like audio and video recording. In 4K, you hear me say, did you want to open an old Navy card today instead and get your discount? She goes, yeah, sure, why not? And hands me her ID. It's the yeah, sure, why not for me? And hands me her ID and proceeds to open the card. And they're looking at her like, Ma'am, I thought she, she opened that money one. back. She wanted to get her discount and go about her day and cancel the card. If that's how you felt, just do that. If you wanted to call Synchrony Bank and say, you know what, I don't want an old Navy card and cancel it, you could have done that. I don't Literally. know why she brought my name into it. I don't know why it. she calls the scene. Exactly. But, I mean, you always have to have that experience at every job. Working retail has taught me patience like nothing else could have. Definitely not that. I, I think the thing about when I worked at Grotto's was like, I could just walk to the back and be like, oh my God, these people are getting on my nerves. Like I literally, and then I just come out there and be like, of course, like I'll get that right out for you. But I just don't, I don't think people understand, like we're making minimum wage to deal with your attitude. <laughs> I don't really deserve minimum wage to deal with half of the people that I deal with, but it's my job and I chose to do this job. So, but I just need you to make it a little easier for me. They don't care the ruthless I feel like it's like the older generation. Like they are, I don't want to say entitled, but like they come into a store and they feel like you owe them everything. They'll pick up something and they'll be like, this was half off. And you know damn well it wasn't half off. Oh, yeah. And they will insist, like, I want a manager. Manager. <laughs> and managers will fix it. Just to keep the customers happy. Because mm -hmm. they want them to come back and keep shopping. Exactly. Or if not, they'll cause a scene. I've had customers like flip over like all the stuff I just folded like cuss me out call me i had a lady call me an Brandon imbecile yawning. no I'm, he's tired of no, no. candace you've been doing a whole lot a whole lot of the past 45 minutes okay let christina talk exactly let christina i'm talk. letting but it was just I funny have a that personal Brandon. vendetta against old navy at this point i have had customers come in and be like this shirt was half off and i'm like this shirt came in yesterday. There is no way in hell this shirt is half off. So I, I'm like, you know, let me get a manager. Before they even do it, I'm like, let me get a manager. Manager comes over. They're like, that is not on sale. And they walk away. And I'm like, ma'am, this is not on sale. And they're like, well, the sign over there says half off. Yeah. Okay. Can you show it to me? You walk over <laughs> with them. No sign. <laughs> Nowhere near it. And you're like, um, where's that? They're like, well, there was a sign here. <laughs> so in the 10 minutes it took for you to walk from here to the cash register, the and sign grew legs. Exactly. I feel like some people wake up in the morning. They're like, how can I make someone else's life miserable today? Yeah. Yeah. My mom, mom can be like that. And it's actually pitiful. But I mean, she has nothing to do with her life. So sometimes I let it be exceptional. But we are definitely the family that's like you need to stop like you are just doing this because you're miserable like you don't need to make other people's lives miserable because you're not happy with yours and she doesn't really like to hear that because she's like 75 maybe she's 73 i don't really know she's old she's just she just thinks she's entitled to everything because she's old and she's diabetic 
She type one or type two? I think it's type one. Yeah, that's the that's the worst one. Yeah, no, it yeah. is type one is the worst. Well, that's the one that it's inherited, right? Yeah, yeah. type one is like gen- genetic, genetic, and then yeah. type two is because like you eat like shit. Yeah, but she does. It's it's all of it. Like she'll be like, oh, hey Kelly, hey, like hey. What'd you have for lunch today? Because she's a freaking diabetic. Like, dude, eat what you're supposed to do. Oh, I had a spoonful of that Biscoff, you know, that cookie butter. And then I had some peas. And then I had some graham crackers. That's all you ate today. Yeah. Okay. Well, when you're on the floor, I don't want to hear nothing. Not the. Yeah. Because she has. And I'm just like, Joanne, why? Why today? Why today? God. She's literally, listen, it's bad, Brandon. Like, I don't know if anybody has mom-moms out there that are like my mom-mom. But this woman, man, I need to write a book about her because she's actually entertaining. Really? Yeah, she actually is. Like, the stuff she does and says will blow your mind. Like, it will actually be like, why did you think that was okay to say? Or why did you think that was okay to do? Like, it's, it's ridiculous. One time, okay? Let me tell you something. This woman, after my pup-up died, she literally just, like, went downhill. Like, after me and my brother got taken from my mom and her husband died, like, she felt like she didn't have anything to do. Like, she didn't have anyone to provide for, to take care of. You know what I'm saying? So she just stopped doing everything. And she loved to bake and everything. And now she does nothing but sits in the house in the dark and watches TV and buys jewelry off of TV. She buy, she bought a freaking ninja that was like $200, $300. QVC? QVC, bro. And JTV jewelry. Oof. Spins bands on it because she has nothing better to do. And I caught her one night. I was in her spare bedroom. And I was sleeping and I hear this loud, like smack, you know, you smack the back of someone's neck. That's exactly what it sounded like. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I know this woman just did not, what is she doing? So I, oh my God, I'm ripping the blankets off. She's laying on the ground. I said, how did you fall? She said, I was trying to get the potato chips. My mom, it's 2.30 in the morning and you're trying to get potato. You are a diabetic. You're old and you're heavy. I can't pick you up. I swear to God, I tried to pick that woman up and I probably busted 10 blood vessels in my neck. And after that, I was like, you're going to have to lay there for the rest of the night. And I went to sleep. And she sure enough got herself up off the ground because I was struggling. I probably could have popped a turd. That's how hard I was like, picking this woman up. She's sharing a lot of information. Yeah, exactly. But listen, it's all because it's for some potato chips. Old people don't care. They think they can do everything until something bad happens to them or they fall and then they're relying on you. Can't just pick me up. Now she has life alert. So Uh, that's good. It's it's great because then when she falls, the ambulance and they come very often. At this point, she just needs to stop walking. She just needs to just like not walk because it's dangerous. Like one day we were, it was Christmas time. It we were looking at lights and we went and we were leaving. We were going to Tracerell, and my my mom's like, "Wait, Ryan, back up." 
I need to see if my mom got in the house okay. Sure enough, this bitch is laid out on the ground in front of her door. And mine's like, oh my God. (laughs) All I could do was stop. Because imagine if we left and this woman just laying out in the cold. That would have been so bad. Like, she's just so, oh my God. I wish you guys could meet her. To to change the topic from your mom mom real quick. Because you could keep going. And I think Christina needs to tell some goddamn stories because Candace, Candyland over here. I have so many. some nonsense right now. I'm just saying it's 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 crazy. It went from entitled. My mom is entitled. Moral of the story. And she can be racist. I think it's just the generation. Even though she has multiple black grandchildren. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Well, we were talking about how races are yeah. racist towards their own race. However... There was this one time, I want to talk about entitlement and, you know, just restaurant business in, the, in general. I was at Chick-fil-A and I was taking someone's order and a person took, I swear to God, eight minutes to order a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Just one sandwich. Stop. I promise you. I, I walked up to their car. I asked them, I, I said, what would you like? And they started off with a sandwich, right? And they said, well... I want, they wanted to add something, so they then added something. And I was, you know, just taking their order. I was trying to be calm. However, the, they then called someone. I don't have a problem if you have to call someone in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. That's fine. I understand. You know, you have you want to know exactly what they want. I get that. But then they hung up. They called another person. And it was about five minutes in, and they added something. And then they said, well, actually, I don't really want that anymore so then they got rid of that and then add another minute and by this time i've had about three people start honking their horns because this person has been taking i've been taking their order for this long not honking their horns i promise you they drive through that is ghetto is actually people yeah people behind them started honking their horn and it was so funny too because you know how there's two lines in the Mm -hmm. camden chick-fil-a drive-thru well there's one line right and completely full of cars. The other one, there's barely any cars in the line because everyone's just sitting behind my line because they're waiting for this person to finally finish me taking their orders. And it was funny as well because I'm taking their, this person's orders and we usually have three people outside, mm-hmm. three, maybe four. And I was in the front of the line because, you know, it took eight minutes. So obviously every single car in front of me was taken already. And... I'm right here, and then the other person from the back is all the way back here, and they're all the way in the back of the line taking the car's order that's back here, right there, and they just took seven or eight cars, and they're just waiting for this one, sorry about that, they're just waiting for this one person to finally finish their order, and they finally finish it, and all they got was just a regular chicken sandwich. Just one. Not even just a meal. One, not a meal. <laughs> Just one it was just after a all the people they called, they didn't get any other food. Yes. This is why I couldn't work at Chick-fil-A. I would be, no. I was just, I was standing there and I just walked. I just started walking away. I just started shaking my head. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I didn't know whether to be mad, whether to start laughing. I said, this is what I get paid to do. Yeah. This is what I get paid to deal with. Exactly. And the most frustrating thing is when like, I, I I hate the only thing I hate about Chick-fil-A is having to drive and you guys walk next to the car. It makes me so uncomfortable. Like people Why? at Chick-fil-A, I just don't like it. They're like, 
And I'm just like, like, what? I hate it. Do, do you not feel the same way? I don't. This I is my first I've... time hearing this take. Dude, on the I hate through. it. Like, they're like, go ahead and pull forward. And then I'm like, do I go slow or do I just pull forward? Like, and then they're like, next to me. And I'm just like, uh. Walk with us or drive with us. And I, I try, but sometimes like, keep going. I'm like, I am. But like, I want you to be able to talk to me at my window. Actually, that got me in trouble one time. I went to like the North Dover Chick-fil-A and their drive-thru is so tight like, on some of the sides. God, I was in my dad's brand new 2021 Subaru Forester. And dude is like, come on this side. And I'm like, uh-uh, I can't fit there. No, that's not happening. I was like, oh, wait. He said, no, like, you're good. Come this way. Tell me why I couldn't see. I hadn't even hit the curb. I drove <laughs> over the curb. And dude's looking at me like, uh, and I'm like, but you, didn't you just... And then another dude comes over. He's like, bro, like, you're on the curb. Like, you were okay, on top of the curb. Chaya, when I drove over the whole... Listen, I've never been the kind of girl that just eats curbs just because. Like, if I have to be this close to it... <laughs> this you, close you to a curbs? car... I eat curbs. If I have to be this close to a car, like, I will do it to not hit a curb. And Christina's drove with me before. Like, I just... I hate I driving with Candace. Candace? But listen, no, I, wait, no. Hold on. You've been doing a whole lot of, whole lot of for the past... But how long? it was this big S- thing 60 full minutes of rocks. Some change. No, hold on. Candace always drives like she wants to arrive in a body bag. I don't. Can- no, you do. Candace be bobbing Christina and weaving. drives like a Can- grandma. I do not. I drive like I want to arrive alive, okay? You she do drives not. like a grandma. I do not drive okay? like a grandma. And I drive like I want to more? get there don't safely. Listen to, her. listen to me. Who drives more? Me. Because. Just because you drive more does not mean that you're a safer driver. I give her the option to drive because she complains about my driving as she did when we were coming here. Okay. But I said, do you want to drive? No, you drive. I don't want to use my gas. Mm. And I'm use. I always drive and I get tired of driving. Is that why you try to kill me every time we go somewhere? <laughs> Maybe it is. But if you don't like it, then drive, then drive or just like shut up, shut up or drive, shut up and drive. Uh, like Riri said, you have a choice. Either you drive or shut up. And you have a choice to arrive alive or in a body bag. Sometimes I wonder which one you're trying to pick. Moral of the story, I think. No, on Lebanon Street, whatever it is, near Lebanon, whatever. I ate. <laughs> I, Albert, like, I literally almost peed myself. Like, I started crying. I called Christina. So, like, it happened so fast. I didn't know what, to, like, I was like, oh, shit, do I have a flat tire? Like, what is happening? And you know how they have those things by the light po- poles that are, like, full of rocks? And yeah, just, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, dude, the girl at Chayo probably watched the whole, like, I was, like, at a point like this. Like, it was bad and i was like it was fast so she's like boom 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 and i was like oh my god what was the boom 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 like and then i realized that i just ate this thing and it was near subway and um the person i saw the person like and i was just like this is so embarrassing like i really just hope that no one is really watching or witnesses because that was absolutely embarrassing i am a curb stomper no i can i I have never really eaten a curb. Do you know, do you ever park near the broadcast media 
No, parking. but I, I know where you're talking okay. about. Because, like, that's where we went for driver's ed. Yeah, right? yeah. exactly. Well, sort of. Sort of. Every but it's, like, on the other side. I cannot tell you the amount of times that I've taken a right and eaten the curb outside of broadcast media. And I'm one of those people that also, I never know how far I pull up when I park. So the oh, bottom of my front bumper is destroyed it's been sanded yeah it is it's bad i i think that's only happened to me once and i was parking at grottos and i pulled up just a little bit too far and it was like and i was like oh my god like i literally i need to back up and then when you back up it's just like like, (laughs) oh my god but that's only happened to me once like i've never i've never really had that happen a lot I've eaten a curb once in my life, and it was at the North Dover Chick-fil-A drive through And it was thanks to the employee, because I told him, I was like, bro, I cannot fit there. And he was like, you have room, go. And I was tilted like this, on the curb. And he was like, damn, like, you're on the curb. And I was like, no shit, I'm on the curb, thanks to you. They, they think, I also think, like, they don't understand, like, one thing I hate doing is driving to the beach. I love driving to the beach. Oh, my God, I my I anxiety just bust why i have no idea albert i really don't like if someone else could drive to the beach i would be so much happier than me having to drive because like i used to drive a stick shift car Mm -hmm. and driving to the beach stressed me out like it was just something that i could not handle like it was bad and i'm like i would tell my mom and i was like well you're gonna get a lot of like leg work in today and i'm like yeah so then like the slightest break, like you would have to shift a gear and you're clutching and you're braking and it was just like, and I just think I have PTSD from it. Like I just don't like driving to the beach. It absolutely stresses me out. But can we talk about Facebook? Keisha, Nikki and Kenny. Christina used to ignore my Facebook stuff. Facebook is not for, was not for me at the time. I thought it was for old people only until Candace put me on. You don't use Facebook either, do you? I only use Facebook for Facebook Marketplace. Ah, I got you. I'm one of those guys. That's my sister's husband. He's the same way. Really? He does like, he he buys cars, fixes them up, sells them, or like will buy cars and sell parts off of them and stuff like that. He's a Mustang guy. Mm. But yeah, he literally like, you could tag him in it. My sister posted their wedding pictures and he did not like or comment on them. Austin is, he's something else, like, wedding pictures. Yeah. Damn. I have a question for you. Okay. We were talking about people earlier. By the way, just to explain the cut that we just had to make, there was a strong seven to eight minute conversation between Christina and her mom and then Candace and her mom. Mine was pretty fast, though. Nikki was lighting Christina up. She did kind of light But that me explains up. why. They thought we were dead, okay? My mom said she saw my car in the driveway. Christina, the your basement. car is in the driveway. I go into the basement. <laughs> there. She's sweet. She means you good. You a very sweet mom. She, she is very sweet. She just... It's because I'm an only child. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, where'd she go? <clears throat> I thought I got kidnapped and like sex trafficked and I'm like in the back <laughs> of some I van. I promise you dead. that will not happen. Not here. Actually, one time I was leaving work <clears throat> and someone put honey on somebody's car. Is that supposed to be a sex trafficking okay. trick? Yes. So the that. whole point of it is they put like honey on your car 
and your dumbass is supposed to go over to the car and like la 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 la, yeah. la. oh honey let me take the time to clean it off instead of getting in my car and driving away and while you're cleaning off the honey they like that's when they snatch you. you up yeah okay gotcha. i saw i saw something about how sex traffickers take um <clears throat> what are those those zip, zip ties. ties yeah and they can zip tie your car to another car they do that and shopping carts and the Dover Mall. It's happened too. Those apply a shopping cart to your car. So while you're trying uh-huh. to cut off the shopping cart, they snatch you too. And another sex traffic employee, they'll hide under your car like with the switchblade, oh, yeah. and they'll oh, slice they'll your slice Achilles, <laughs> so you can't run away. If your Achilles is like sliced, there's you're not running away. Uh, that's the main one that I've seen. I've never seen the other ones, but I every time I walk to my car, I look under my car. That and I look in my back seat. I yep. check my back seat. Me too. too. I'm not even gonna lie, because I mean, it's it doesn't matter whether you're a girl yeah, or a boy. Like safety is safety is key. Like our our world is crazy. Like everything, you never know what's gonna happen to you, especially when you see stuff like locally happen. You're like, bro, like I live in Delaware and this is happening. Like that's so sad. But yeah, terrifying. Everybody, I think everybody need, needs to be aware of their uh, like surroundings. Like oh my, God. <sighs> my thing is like if I'm parked somewhere and like. I'm parked next to like a big van or like a big, like a suburban or like any car that looks like the person occupying the car yeah. could overtake me. I'll climb through the passenger seat. I don't care if I look dumb or crazy. Yeah. I will unlock that door, look under my car, look in the back seat and climb into the passenger seat. You this will is, not catch me. This is a true shit statement. is not sweet. Oh yeah. I've literally almost gotten kidnapped at the Milford Popeye's. Yeah. Can you tell us about this story? Oh my if you don't god. Mind I didn't think it. you guys wanted to hear another story, but it was my friend Victoria's I think it was her it might have been her seventeenth birthday. And or maybe her eighteenth, I don't really remember. It was her seventeenth. And I she fell in love with Popeye's chicken sandwich. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna surprise her. I'm going to bring her Popeye's and Starbucks and call it a day, which I got myself Chick-fil-A because I don't like Popeye's at all. Don't ever take me to Popeye's, please. Um, So I went to Popeye's and at the time I had my Mini Cooper, the stick shift, and I get to Popeye's and when I drove my, my Mini Cooper, even though it was small, I didn't, I never took it through a drive-thru. That car never went through a drive-thru when it was in my care. I was too scared that I would stall out or just something bad. I Just driving a stick shift and being a girl, like, you just stress about the dumbest stuff. Like, I never went through a drive-thru because I didn't like the pulling forward and stopping and having to put in a neutral and then going first. And it was just too much. So I would always go inside. And um, I parked my car, and it was, like, there was a few spaces, like, parking spaces between me and this big, white, like, suburban-looking car. It had, like rims and everything on it and I wasn't really thinking anything out of it because I was in Milford like I grew up there like I never really had bad experiences and I walk inside and I hear a whistle and I like turn my head like what the heck and he's like hey yo hey yo ma and I'm like oh like ew he's like how old are you come here come here and I'm like okay at this point I'm running inside of Popeye's like holy shit I need to get this freaking sandwich and get out of here so I'm literally I get the sandwich and I'm looking outside of the window and I'm like is he still here and he's still there now I'm like I'm not going outside till this dude leaves like I am not going outside till this dude leaves 
so like 10 minutes pass i'm on the phone with like an old friend and i'm like dude like i'm scared to go outside like little old me like i am so scared to go outside and um she's like just stay on the phone with me you know what are you gonna do Oh, Candace looked like this. She was at Popeye's. My mom knows that because she has my location. Like nothing, like nothing is, you're not going to see him. Like you're nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not going to be able to help me. And I'm like, dude, that doesn't help. I'm just going to hang up because I'm stressed. Like I'm not trying to look like I'm engaging in anything. Like I just want to. I do believe that being on a phone is supposed, it's not really supposed to, but it kind of helps with steering sex traffickers and oh child yeah i mean i do away. it all the time i'll leave the mall and just pretend like i'm on the foot fo- on the phone mm-hmm. you know but like we were on facetime and i have all this food in my hand and i'm like dude like this isn't gonna help like and he was very consistent in what he was saying yeah. and then I, I looked out there and he was gone so i'm like all right he left i kid you not mind you my effing car the button broke so i couldn't unlock and lock my car with the key fob i had to stick my key in the door I kid you not, this guy er, comes around the freaking restaurant. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Like I'm running to my, I'm crying. I'm literally crying. I'm running, Brandon. I'm literally running. And I like, I'm like, oh my God. Like I'm about to say like F this sandwich and just leave. And I'm like getting my key and hurry up and get my car. I've never started that car so fast. I put that thing in from first, went and like sped out of there. He followed me. He was still calling my name like everything because my mini cooper had like this really big sunroof like i don't know why it was so big and like i could just i had it open and i could hear him screaming like hey like what's your name how old are you and i'm like stressed he followed me from popeyes and milford all the way to the chick-fil-a in milford and finally stopped following me once i got in the line at chick-fil-a like i didn't know what to do like i like I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm not trying to drive somewhere where it's unpopulated so he can actually get me. So my thought was, okay, I'm going to Chick-fil-A. Maybe he'll be like, oh, Chick-fil-A, I'm not going to do anything there. And I finally got rid of him at Chick-fil-A. So bless up, Chick-fil-A, Milford. I forever got love for you. But I literally almost got snatched up. He waited for me to come outside of the restaurant to try to come and get me. People are weird, man. Like, why? I don't why? know. Just I've had so many bad experiences like that. Like, it's ridiculous. Men are gross. What do you have to say? I don't think you can generalize men (laughs) as a whole. But I understand what you're trying to say. Some, let me say some men in this world are absolutely disgusting. And I'm not saying all men. But there are some men out there that are very disturbing. What are your thoughts on the all men are trash statements and whatnot? I'm not going to lie. I have said kill all men once or twice in my life, but I don't mean literally kill all men. When I say kill all men, when I say kill all men, I mean like this breed of man, like the bad ones, this scum of earth, kill him. Like the you need to go on the bottom of my shoe. Oh my God. Like chewed up gum in a Walmart parking lot. Like you need to go. Ugh. See, I I don't really know if I've ever said, like, kill all men or, like, all men. Like, I just said it now. All men are trash. But, like, I'm not saying that as a generalized oops, a generalized thing. Like, I just believe that there are some men in this world that just are absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. And it just makes your view, like, especially being a woman, it changes your view on men. Like, they make you uncomfortable very quickly. 
even like okay working at grottos i had old men and i never really thought anything of it but i've had old men grab me by my shoulder or rub me and rub my back and it's just like why the hell are you touching me yeah like why did you feel the need to touch me you know what i'm saying i don't like that so like and I understand they're old, so I don't really make a big deal out of it. But at the That's same not time, an excuse. but you are a old man touching a sixteen-year-old girl. Like, don't do that. That's gross. Like, and your wife is right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I just want to know, like, what possessed you to say, "Oh, I need to touch her when I say goodbye." You know what I'm saying? Like, why did you feel like you had to have physical interaction with someone before you leave? So you just said what makes you uncomfortable with yeah. what a man does. What makes you uncomfortable? It doesn't necessarily has to have to be from a man, but just in general. It could be either, but I guess preferably a man, because I guess that's what topic we're on. I, like, not to dick it off Candace, but, like, I feel like a lot of guys have them, like, with touching you. Like, I cannot stand that. Like, that really grinds my gears. Like, if you're like, hey, and you feel the need to like graze my shoulder, I'm like, I would have understood your point either way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or like, I hate like excessive, like calling me by a pet name. I don't even know you like that. Yeah. Like, especially like working like retail hey, or sales. Hey, baby girl. Yeah. Hey, doll. Hey, honey. It's like, no, like you could, no, I, I don't like and it I at all. And I don't mind, like I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, this is a kind of a prejudice thing but i don't mind when women older women call me hun mm -hmm. like it doesn't bother me i hate when young girls call me hun and sweetheart i don't like that because when young girls do it they're trying to be catty like they're like okay yeah. sweetheart like it's not genuine yeah or like when they come up to the table and they're like what can i get for you sweetheart and i'm like why like why why did you have to call me that like it's just so it's just something I'm sure boys don't mind it. Like, I don't really feel like they would, like, get that. I just feel like girls can, like, see, like, girls being a certain way. Mm -hmm. I call most guys that come through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru, sir, even if they're about 18, 19 years old, just because I don't it's know. It's a respectful it's, thing. It's a respect thing. Just like, I mean, I call young girls ma'am, mm -hmm. and they're like, and I'm just like. No, so do I. I'll call an yeah. 18, 19-year-old girl ma'am, unless I know them. I'm not going to yeah. call them ma'am, but. Right. I don't know. And I mean, there are women that make me uncomfortable, too. It's not just men. I mean, when a woman feels the need to comment on my body, Ooh, that yeah. is something that really makes me uncomfortable or like, I wish I had such and such like you. And I'm just like, what? Like, why did you feel the need to say that? No, like me joking, joking amongst Christina or my friends like, hey, you got a lot of junk in that trunk. Like, I wish I had that girl like it's different but a complete stranger to come up to you and be like wow like you have a really big bottom or something like that's just like why would you, uh, yeah, why say, do you feel that? The need to say that in the first I place like why are you looking at me like that i feel like a lot of people have no filter like i remember one time i was working and this dude was shopping like for his wife or his girlfriend or whatever and he was like my girlfriend like is kind of built like you like she got a lot of ass like you like what size jeans do you wear and i was like this man could have been my pup up i was like and i'm like um a 16 uh, but they're over there i went about my business like i just feel like they don't care they don't read the room that's yeah. the issue like they just say whatever comes off their dome and they don't care 
this is this is true like people like and sometimes i don't know whether i should laugh or be serious it's like should i like laugh or should i be like no but what's crazy like if you laugh they're like i didn't say anything funny yeah they're like like i said what i said really know how to react i know i don't so i'm just like "Eh." that's one of the things i'm like (laughs) i make myself busy yeah (laughs) i'm like oh you need me to shop three okay I'm sorry. I'll be right back. I don't come back. But like, I I don't think people realize that like, you know, women obviously in, I might get a lot of hate for this, but women get it a lot easier when it comes to the whole sexual harassment, you know, stuff like that. Like people think women are so innocent and I'm that type of person that's like, no, like men are bad. Women are bad. Men are good. Women are good. Like, and I mean, I know men and I'm not saying all men, but, you know, men have a history of sexual harassment, sexual, sexual harassment. abuse towards yeah, women. you know, everything like that. And women really don't. But at the same time, like, you just can't, you know what I mean? You just can't be like that. Like, you just can't. And I might, I might get attacked for this, but I don't think that you can go around saying believe all women and not say believe all men because I think that that's sort of a double standard. Oh, yeah. And that's something that, I mean, <laughs> I don't really, I know double standards are, like, everyone knows mm-hmm. double standards are. Yeah, of course. But when it comes to, like, touchy topics like that, like, that's when I'm like, okay, you have to understand, like, both sides, like you said. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to certain stuff, like, women should be able to work in coal mines, like, Heck yeah, they should. But at the same time, I am no feminist. Honey, you're not going to see me in a coal mine. You're not going to see me driving a train. It's just not happening. I'm not a feminist at all. I am not like, oh, a man should do. I mean, a woman should be able to do this because a man. I'm like, that's what a man does. Let him do it. Like my dad, me and my mom are not feminists. Like mm-hmm. my dad will go and do all the hard work while we're inside cooking I don't want to go outside and get my nails dirty or sweat. Like, it's just gross. And people are like, Candace, you need to be more supporting of women. And I'm like, I do support women, just not in the way you want me to. And I I mean, I'm okay with that. I'm allowed to have my own opinion. But, like, how do you feel about that? Like, I feel like feminism is kind of required. Like, if you're a woman, like, I feel like women have constantly been told that they can't do the same thing as a man. Yeah. Yes. And me personally, there are certain things that men do that I will not do, yeah. but that's not going to make me tell another woman, you can't do that exactly. because you're a woman. Yeah, I agree. Like you will not see me outside in a cornfield picking corn. If a man wants to do that, go ahead. Go I'll ahead. support you from inside. If another girl wants to do that, hey, girl, go ahead, get your coin. Exactly. And I'm going to support you from inside while my nails stay done. And I'm not, no. Yeah, and I am a very prissy girl. I mean, my family is nothing like that. Like, I, my family, top-tier country bunkins. Like, I live on a farm, okay? I mow grass, I pull weeds, I get my hands dirty, I shovel horse poop. Like, I do all of that. But at the end of the day, when I'm done working, I'm going to go home, shower, and make myself pretty all over again. Because I just like keeping that image. Like, I, I like keeping up with myself. And I've had people tell me, like, you're trying too hard. Like, no, I just like having a good appearance. Like, I like looking good. Like, 
all means, I'm not trying to say like I'm hot shit, but like I like to keep a nice appearance. I like to keep my nails done. I like to get my lashes done. I like to keep my hair done. And I genuinely don't think that that should like be a problem and bother other women. Like, I'm sorry you don't get your nails done. That's your choice. And it's my choice to get my nails done, which I've always had people. How do you wipe your butt? I have like older ladies come in and be like, how do you do anything with your nails like that? Um, I just do it, you know. It's what I'm used to. I'm a girl. I just, I just like having my nails done, and I don't really. I, I just hate that question. How do you wipe your butt? Okay, that's an uncomfortable question. I would feel uncomfortable with that. Yeah, like. <laughs> but, I mean, if they're asking from people who have never had nails like that, and it's not condescending, and it's a genuine question, they're trying not to be an asshole about it. I don't think it's a bad question to ask. Maybe not a person that you would. A question that you would want to ask a person that you don't know. Oh, yeah, for sure. But once again, we've had the dis- this discussion about people don't have a filter nowadays. Yeah. And I wouldn't necessarily get mad at an older person for oh, asking yeah. that no, question. No, no, no. But then again, I'm not a person in that situation, so I don't truly have the right to say that. Yeah. I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like, 100% when people are like, oh, my God, how do you function with long nails? And they say it like that. I'm like... You know, it takes a talented person. Like, you have to be a strong woman to be able to do this. And I'm like, I'm kidding. Like, you just get used to it. And they're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. But when you ask me weird questions like that, I'm just like, what compelled you to say something like that? Like, go away. Just don't talk to me. I can't. Especially working in the restaurant. People ask you that all the time. Mm -hmm. Come to the bathroom and see. (laughs) It's a joke. It's a joke. All of us. I always ask every single time that I have a waitress or something, I always ask them what their tattoos mean. Because I find tattoos very interesting. I'm not going to lie. I don't want any. But every time I see a person with a tattoo, I love to hear the stories upon why they got them in the first place. Yeah. Because usually most people, when they have something actually permanently on their body, there's a reason behind it. So I like to know. I think that that opens the person up and if you can ask a person a question that gets them to open then they're going to be more likely to be nice to you especially in the restaurant business if you have someone that's nice to you you're definitely going to feel feel more welcome and more homely in that business yeah and see jocelyn saltarelli she she cannot stand when people ask her what her tattoos mean really yes she's like I got it in cursive so people can't read it. Like, I'm like, Jocelyn, like, are you serious right now? She's like, and then I hate when they ask me what it means. Like, don't worry about it. And I'm like, okay. She's just so funny. I'm like, Jocelyn, you like, that can't be the sole reason why you got your tattoo in cursive. I asked, I actually asked her. I asked her what her tattoo was the other day. (laughs) It was Monday or Tuesday because I was hanging out with Anthony. That's so funny. And I was helping and Anthony was... We want to go to Cheddar's or something. I don't know. We want to go to Grotto's actually. Oh. And we picked up food. We went back to his house and she helped him bring the food back in from Walmart because we went to Walmart and shopping. And I saw her tattoo. I said, Jocelyn, what, what's your tattoo? Because I thought it looked cool. And she gave me a prissy answer. I was like, all right. Yeah, okay. she does not <laughs> like when people ask her what her tattoos mean. And she has a few. Like, she has the one on her leg, one on her arm, and then she has one in cursive. I think it's down on her side. Mm-hmm. But she cannot stand when people ask her, like, what's your tattoo mean? And right. me, I get it all the time because I have random numbers on my wrist. Really? Yeah, Let so people are always like, what do your numbers mean? I'm like, it's just, it's numbers when I moved in with my aunt. Like, that's all it is. And like, huh. 
one four one four. I'm like, yeah, it's uh, April fourteenth, two thousand fourteen. Which if I got like the whole date, it would have looked weird. So I just put it down to that. But yeah, I think it. I think I agree with you. I would ask someone like, oh, what does your tattoo mean? Because yeah. just like like a conversation starter. Definitely. Definitely. Anything that can open someone up. Anything that you ask people that might be judged that you might be judged for. I don't know. Like I like, I've never been a fan of as people like what their tattoos mean because mm-hmm. a lot of people have like a really deep meaning. To, yeah. Like for what a tattoo means, I don't want to like open that can of worms. Yeah. I want to though. See, that's what See, we're different. That's the yeah. That's the difference. I mean, but that that is some people. You know, everybody's different. But I understand where. And then sometimes I do regret asking them why they got the tattoo because they do a whole. I'm like. Or like, you're like, oh, what does that tattoo mean? Oh, my grandma died last week and I just got this tattoo. And I was like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry I even asked. Yeah, that is true. It just like you thought it was going to be like uplifting and good. And then it's just like last week. Like, wow, I I shouldn't ask that. Yeah, definitely. But I love how we just skipped over the whole Facebook topic. We literally talked about Brandon's mom and then. Cause you was doing a whole lot of whole lot of yeah. Um, Candyland loves to talk. She do. does love to talk. I'm a professional. How many people talker. call you that? So many people. Oh, that's boring. Not really. I actually got to give you credit. Only maybe you and one person. Maybe Makaya was here. You okay. and Makaya. Everybody else calls me Bandy. Bandy. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. Christina calls me Bandy all the time, and I gotta give credit to. Corasia Benson and Jasmine Kellum for starting that name because now everyone calls me that. I literally, like, someone will call me Bandy in public and I actually respond to it. Really? The reason why I call you Candyland was because there was this one time, I don't remember what it was, but I saw something where someone's name was Candy. And I said, you know, it would be really cool if I knew someone named Candy. And I said, hold on, Candace, Candy. And I said, oh, I got to add something onto the candy. And I was like, you know, Candyland. I love Candyland. So I had to say that. <laughs> yeah. I remember you. I remember you saying something about that to me in the hallway. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like, that's fine. And I really used to hate when people call me Candy. Really? Because, like, it's like a stripper name. Like, I kind of see it, like, name. not, you know. But I don't really care. Because, but that wasn't the intention. Yeah. So, like, when I that's what i'm saying i was like i need to get over myself because nobody's really saying it like that to me mm-hmm. like my finsta on instagram literally was candy landy took your mandy at a point that's dope. and then candy's my stripper name that those were two of my names so it's it's kind of like a joke now i don't know why i took it to heart so much and i also remember you saying at a time i think it was for our superlative pictures yes. i was trying to find candy yes. land <laughs> But I did not do so. But yeah, me and Brandon took a lot of superlative pictures together. How many was it? Was it two I think or three? Jeez. And it was good. I know those are good pictures. Yeah, too. I'm excited. We were we were looking pretty good. Did you did you order a yearbook yet? I did, but I didn't receive it when I picked up my cap and gown. I, I still haven't ordered mine yet. I'm gonna have to do that. Brandon. I need to. I know. Cause I said, it's an you extra didn't order a cap and gown. I'm using my brother's like. Mm. yeah that's smart i literally told my mom that yesterday but i that's so funny that i literally have been talking about you like all week and i literally told my mom about the podcast like mm-hmm. today i hadn't even asked her really yeah and she's like who's this brandon kid i'm like now that i think about like i've talked about him all week all week i have and i was like no intentions though like it's just like randomly like yeah. come up 
and I was like talking about good students and then I was talking about you in the cap and gown and then our superlative pictures and us graduating like close to each other and then the podcast today so that right. if I if it was Friday that would have been each day I would have talked about you I like it I respect <laughs> it I feel so out of place here because I go to CR and y'all are like. That's so funny because I, I, I don't know, maybe because I know you and Brandon, it's like. Mm -hmm. You know, most, I would say about seven out of the eight podcasts that I've had were all CR people so far, except for one, my, except for my friend, Logan. I watched the podcast. I listened to the whole thing. It was very long, but. It was extremely long. But I listened to it. (laughs) While I was on a walk, actually. Okay. I was on a walk. I went to Brecknock, and I just put my you're AirPods a, in. You were on a two and a half hour walk? I was, listen. Just, I get the notifications on my watch all the time. Like, I'm, I'm be, that lazy person that just sits on their butt all day. I'm doesn't moving. really do anything. It's like, Christina has completed this. Christina mm-hmm. has earned this. I'm like, dude. Oh, y'all have them together? Yeah. 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 We're competing. Yeah. I like it. Well, For it's not lifer. Really, it's, it's not really a competition, because Christina's the only one that exercises. Okay. So she always wins, but she should feel lucky that I let her win all the time. It's very much so not you letting me win. It's me kicking your ass every week. I let her win. If I wanted to get up and change my life for the better and become a fit, skinny queen, I would do so. (laughs) But I feel like I have nothing to prove to anyone, and I don't really care what my body looks like. If you don't like it, don't look at me. If you don't like (laughs) it, kick rocks. I thought it was Legos. Nah, I like both. I I mean, kick kick rocks rocks or step on Legos. I like either, to be honest. I say, hey, if you feel like it, go crazy. Do both. Yeah. This like is it. true. Okay. But I, I also, I like, I feel like a lot of girls, that is another thing that is like mentally draining on women is they have to keep a certain image mm. for like the public. And then you also have feminists who are like, I shouldn't have to shave my armpits. So like, I don't really know. They just want to, I feel like everybody just compares them to themselves to other people and then just makes you sad i'm that girl but i don't do anything to change it because i'm like man it's okay i don't really care and then gotta go eat a whole bag of fake popcorn you know that like fluffy popcorn that just melts in oh your my mouth. god that's so good some in my car oh the pirate's, pirate's booty, booty. Yeah. stop i love bussin bussin and it's not chester or cheetos like you know the chester cheetos like Talk they about had the blue bag no they have the it might be blue, but the orange bag of just like the regular orange cheese puffs, like they looked like a cheese curl, but they were the popcorn. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know how they're like real soft. The pirate's booty has like a nice crunch to it. I don't like the pirate. I like the blue bag more than the pirate's booty. I can't. I think they're called Chester's. Maybe the the the, the, the white one, ones. the butter ones. Yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. Have and those, those have no flavor. Yes, you really they are, they taste extremely buttery. You really They're had me though. going for a second yeah. when you were like, you don't like pirate booty. I'm about to be like, um. I don't mind them. I just prefer the Chester's And see, over. I never, like I had stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like the pirate's booty was introduced to me working in a daycare because kids oh, eat it all the time yeah. because it just melts in their mouth. So I was like, oh, daycare food and not. A little bussin. I was like, oh yeah, I could I could eat this every single day. Inch. I could I could eat Scooby snacks every single day, but Stop. I have not had them in Stop. so I've long. Those in an eternity. That's disgusting. What? That's absolutely the nasty. blue the blue Scooby they're snacks. They're graham crackers. Are you okay? They're nasty. Wait, My sister eats them. Yeah, they're like graham Scooby, crackers. Yeah, they're like cinnamony, like yeah, honey glazed like Scooby snacks. Yes, they are. I'm not. No. What are y'all 
talking about? Okay, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the fruit snacks. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like Like the Scooby snacks. snacks. They're shaped like bones and they say Scooby on them. They're so dry. My sister eats them all the time. No, I'm talking about the Scooby-Doo snacks. The blue ones. Who thinks of Scooby snacks and thinks of Scooby snacks? snacks. If you said the Scooby-Doo fruit snacks. I'd have been like, okay. And the blue one You're bad with communication, man. I have had a podcast (laughs) for eight episodes long. If I was bad at communication, and he got I a brand deal. Okay, code Alper for twenty percent off. The 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 in this time today, he had us lost in the back of the alley by a trash can. Mm. Okay, and then I we thought you that. were talking about Scooby snacks. So I hope everyone's educated on what Scooby snacks are and Scooby Doo fruit snacks are. Yeah, I mean, lit, my, I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> Have actually. you never heard of like Scooby snacks? No, I've never heard of them before. But what I was saying was my communication is so bad. I mean, even today I was I asked my I was going to ask my boss to use the studio and I completely forgot to ask him, but I set this all up. So he came back to the studio and obviously this uh this mic isn't supposed to be here. That camera's supposed to be over there. That camera's supposed to be over here. He messaged me. He said, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I said, oh, I haven't asked you yet if I can use the yeah. podcast studio. He said, just communicate better with me next time. Yeah. I said, my bad, bro. My I mom gets on man. me all the time about communication. It's just like, I'll get into something and do it. Yes. And just like, I'm just on a roll. Like, I just don't think about texting anyone. I mean, I I left here, and the reason why was because I just went to six different places to try to get myself prom shoes. I couldn't find a single pair of prom shoes, by the way. But that was on my mind. I didn't even think to ask about this, and he probably thinks I was trying to be a dick, try to get this over on him. But, I mean, I understand. I get where he's coming from. Yeah. But... Well, like it was not intentional. Yeah, but it wasn't intentional yeah. whatsoever. But yeah. I mean, I can, I understand where he's coming from. Like, come on, bro, just ask me. But at the same time, bro, I'm thinking about this prom tomorrow. Literally, man. yeah, it's I'm so going easy. to prom by myself. Wait, wait, wait. I'll be sitting at a table by myself. You'd be all right. I will. Some of us didn't get a prom because I'll be looking good, and then everybody can just stare at me. Do you want to get pictures together? We Brandon, can. it's the way we were at my house and she was literally talking about how y'all should have went together. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know anyone was going to prom. I'm going. Cece and Emma were going to be going and then they had a soccer game. Mm. So then now somehow I'm stuck to going to prom. Not even prom. Trivia night. Trivia night. <laughs> By myself. Yeah. That and like I don't like really ball. have any other friends to take gotcha. pictures with. So it's just like, Okay. I'm just taking pictures at my house. But I'll take pictures with you. Okay. I might pull up in a Mustang tomorrow. What? Okay. If I do, play. no paparazzi. No paparazzi. I'm probably pulling up in the drop top. Drop top. Drop top mm-hmm. wop. See, it's either I'm pulling up in Kelly's Camaro, the Bumblebee, or mm. I'm pulling up in Brent's Pearl. She kind of looks purple at certain aspects because of the kind of color it is on the car. Okay. So... You, you see me. I like it. I like it. Speaking of you see me, Nikki said she better see my ass at home in the next 15 minutes. So I say we skedaddle. And right. you see me leaving the Brandon, Brandon Alper Alper Alper. experience. Let's do it Go one ahead. more time. One more time. Mm-hmm. The ahead, Brandon Alper experience. And that is...
That concludes the episode with Candace and Christina. We had a very fun, very exciting conversation. Interesting, especially yeah. with our moms. That yeah. was good. I would love to have that on here, but it's definitely not appropriate. I wouldn't care. I, well, the thing is also <laughs> the camera, I mean, the, the mics probably didn't even pick it up in the first place. Yeah, true. Because yeah. like when you're talking over here, you don't really hear anything unless you're here. Oh my, I didn't, I didn't think about yeah, that's, they're uh, they're dynamic mics, so you have to talk uh, directly. It's pretty into them. freaking nice. That I, is very nice. It, before, nice if you're cutting this out, I don't know, but I just gotta say, I'm very proud of you, Brandon. Thank you. you are a very consistent, persistent, amazing individual that. I literally am just like Brandon's gonna do so good in life. Like I am so excited. I just can't wait to say. Yeah, no. Mom, I'm. Yes. And this concludes the episode of the Brandon Alpha Um, Experience. Have a wonderful day, y'all.